0: and flunkies welcome or is it flunkies and man i never remember but it doesn't matter we love both groups and everybody else welcome to this week's episode of your home for everything up-to-date current national wrestling alliance news and notes the nwa saturday special i am your co-host scott krisgola joining me as always the doctor dr g george ablina <laughs> Pleasure, doctors. Yeah. What's going Foot on? Shaking vacation bacon.
1: Uh, uh, vacation bacon in my future. Not for a while, though. Not for a while, though.
0: Uh, I know, but uh, hopefully we'll be sharing some vacation bacon. Hope so. Um, so I'm going to start now. getting to uh, so there we go and this is kind of technically sort of the go-home episode of the saturday special because next saturday morning is the official hot Tams three uh preview special uh where we'll preview the full card and then of course on monday morning the 14th um will be the reaction special to the pay-per-view sadly Due to scheduling and just live stuff, uh, there will not be, for the first time, and I'm a little bummed, there will not be a, a Place to Be Nation Twitch alternate commentary uh, feed on the next Saturday night. So you can feel free to listen to the announcers. The actual announcers not listen to us knuckleheads, at least for one week. We love when you listen to us. We do appreciate it. We do get a lot of listens. But we just, you know, schedules and life and such um <clears throat> we'll get in the uh, get in the way sometimes so uh so next week there will not be a place to be nation uh twitch commentary feed but we will have a preview special that morning and we will have a reaction special on monday morning so we'll give you a, a obviously as we normally do we'll give you an extra day sunday to be able to watch the show and then we'll do the reaction special on on a monday morning so just wanted to give everyone a schedule update here on the PTB Wrestling Network of what's going on. So sadly, no no Twitch feed next Saturday night, but we will have a preview special and a reaction special. All right, uh, Doctor. We will now recap uh, last Saturday's NWA USA, and then this past Tuesday's episode of Power, which actually had some important stuff in it. Had a pretty decent interview with Tyrus. I know nobody wants to hear that, but it was actually not too bad. And... <laughs> Uh, a couple of number one contenders matches for a pair of championships. Listen,
1: you know what? I know there's certain people where just, you know, they're not our favorites, but this is what they have. This is the roster they have. So we either got to deal with it and just hope they bring in other people soon or, you know, so you just got to make the best of what we have. That's that's yep. the way I at it at this point.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway, we'll we'll get to the full card in a in a little bit. All right, so let's go to last Saturday, uh, last Saturday's episode of NWA USA, which aired on both the YouTube channel and on Fight on uh, uh, last Saturday, October twenty ninth. Uh, thank you, Josh Lopez, as always, uh, for uh, helping out with my copious notes. You can follow him on Twitter at the Hoots. Podcast at The Hoots, H-O-O-T-S. podcast. Uh, so your commentary team, Joe Galley, and it's time, it's time, it's Velvet Time. Uh, first match, total comedy match, a uh, handicap match between Max the Impaler and the team of Taron Terrell and Natalia Markova. Of course, total comedy match. Gags the Gimp, otherwise known as Matt Rotella, was uh, tonguing uh, Taron Terrell's ear at one point. Uh, complete comedy, total mess. Uh, Maxine Paylor wins by pinfall. Nothing crazy. Uh, Kyle Davis interviews Jamie Stanley, who is, I guess, now Colby Carino's manager. Uh, Davy Richards has no chance of beating Colby at hard times three. Of course, Davy's putting the uh, MLW open weight title on the line at the pay-per-view against Colby. He beat uh, Thrill Billy Silas at NWA 74 to keep the title. May Valentine had a backstage interview with Kerry Morton, the future legend. Uh, Kerry has no doubts that his father, who actually is a legend, will take care of business tonight. Kerry will also be keeping tabs of the Richards Carino match uh, at, uh, of course, at hard times. Uh, Next week on Power, Flip Gordon will battle Colby Carino. Then kind of the main reason that I watched the show live. Normally I don't watch NWA USA live. I'm usually out and about on Saturday. So I usually watch the show on Saturday nights when I get home chilling. Uh, but I wanted to watch it live, doctor. You and I did because we both wanted to see. Uh, apparently the brand new uh, NWA United States tag team titles. According to William Patrick Corgan, he was talking to wrecking ball. Ligursky, um. Those belts were always temporary. Okay. 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 Uh, so he unveiled the permanent NWA USA or United States tag team titles. And if you look at them, they kind of look like um, the NWA world tag team titles and Bob Backlund's WWWF heavyweight title belt had sex.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a good, that's a great so, analogy, but I agree. Yeah. And uh, I believe, though, behind the scenes, I think they're, uh, I forget, I, I read something, someone owned the this, those, the template of the U.S. belts that they originally had. Those ones from like Florida, those are.
0: Uh, oh, okay. Belts. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Somebody owned that. I don't know, the likeness or something, I think I read somewhere. So that's hmm. why they had to change it. So that's why they said it was temporary. Oh. But I mean, listen, it's it's fine, you know, like uh these are these are I mean it's different but the same if it makes sense. But yeah, it was kinda <laughs> like that the the WWF title and the uh world tag uh, tagging titles had sex. So that's
0: and that and the other kid. I don't hate them. I was just kinda hoping for the old school you know the ones like the the ones from 87. Now,
1: yeah, those could be that that likeness could be owned by uh, whether it be uh, uh, Reggie Parks, Reggie Parks, or um, um, what's his name, Dave Milligan. Dave Milligan. So, Dave Milligan. Yeah. You know, I think that's that could be the reason why those aren't being used. But you know, listen, uh, we're belt junkies, so. You know, we get, we get a kick out of all that kind of stuff,
0: mm-hmm. but exactly,
1: me, the only thing I don't like about it, honestly, is the fact that they're the same size as the world tag team belts. I, I like, right. the I like, I think the size of the belt kind of makes a difference. That's why it was, you know, I used to think like the North American title that was in mid South. I mean, that thing was ridiculous. That thing looked bigger than the world title. I mean, so when I know. wrestled the North American champion, it looked like, uh, you know, the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship but meant less, you know? I agree. So, I i, I mean, I don't, it doesn't necessarily always have to, have to be the same, but I think you, it should stand out. Your world title should stand out above all the other titles.
0: That's why... So, it, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think that's why in 86, Flair kind of retired the 10 pounds and created the big gold belt. Because I think he wanted same thing. I think he wanted the NWA World Heavyweight Championship to be the belt. Yeah, we love the
1: we love the ten pounds of gold for the nostalgia of it. But to me, the best World Heavyweight title was the big gold belt. I think that was that was the thing. I remember when I was a kid, I used to make my own paper belts just to make it look like the big gold belt. I mean, when we used to, you know, when we were kids trying to, uh, you know, play wrestling or whatever, and we used to have our own little federation. Mm-hmm. Um, we. were Hard thing was to always replicate the big gold belt. I remember when that was introduced. I, you know, for lack of better terms, marked out on it.
0: Mm -hmm. My favorite belt of all time. uh, I actually have it over my shoulder right now as we're recording. Is probably the Attitude Era Globe belt. uh, That they used pretty much from the night after WrestleMania 14. Until Flair switched it up. In April of two
1: thousand, I, I love that belt because uh, you bought that for belt for me. For uh,
0: I did for, for your bachelor belt. party, for bachelor party.
1: So mm-hmm. that, I do, I do love that belt. Um, mm-hmm. but I think the big gold belt. Now, when I bought the big gold belt, uh, I don't know, it was this a cheesier version? I guess when WCW was making the belts. they didn't do a great job of it. I think the, the newer ones that they've made are probably better. But um, yeah. You know, I I just think, you know, those U.S. belts are not offensive, or offensive or anything. But then it just kind of looks the World Tag Team Championships don't really stand out. I, I like those Tag Team Championship belts. Don't get me wrong, but. Now it doesn't really stand out. So, but I guess now, the, the other US belts were bigger too. So, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe you don't have to go by the size of it, but to me, it just, you know, it, it, your world belt should always stand out.
0: I agree. Size does matter. Now, when you ask me, now, my favorite world title belt and the best world title belt are two different questions for me, at least WWF. Uh, my favorite world title belt is the Attitude Globe. But and I'm holding the other one in this other one in my hand right now. The greatest W W F championship belt ever is obviously the uh, the winged eagle. That's the greatest belt of all time. And I'm actually holding it in my hand
1: now. Um, okay, I'm a little confused by that. So why would you say the attitude uh, the uh, globe belt is? I, I'm I'm confused. Like what? What's the difference? No,
0: the, the no because one is what I consider objectively probably the greatest most popular belt and the other is my favorite. It's two different things. Okay. My personal favorite world title belt is the Attitude Globe. What I think objectively is probably the most popular world title belt in WWF history is the is the Winged Eagle. Yes. That's the difference. But my personal favorite world title belt is the Attitude Globe. Although that belt that like like, they call it the Eddie belt, uh, you know, the belt, like the Brock belt from 02 yeah, to yeah. 05. I always actually had a soft spot for that belt, too. Uh, I don't own that belt. I'd like to, though. Like but, you now, know, our, oh, I'm sorry. Good.
1: Now the belts are like, yeah, it's just a different color for the Universal and the. Uh,
0: no, the belts uh, now are just are just the belts now are just billboards for the company.
1: Yeah, I'm, and and listen, I understand branding. I get all that stuff, but I don't know. Your world title should really stick out as different. And, I don't know, like there at least is, the is, is, belt different, you know?
0: Right. Which is- there is rumors that there is rumors that Triple H uh, is going to make some changes to the to the belts. Some. I so. so, I um, do like I do like that the universal title has the different color. Leather, depending on what show it's on. Currently, it's on SmackDown because it's uh it's Roman Reigns' belt, so the leather's blue. But when it was cre- it was created, and, and I got to be honest, I was not a big fan early, but it's kind of grown on me. But of course, when the Universal Title was created in, I guess it was what 2017, uh, it was a red belt because the belt originated on Raw. Now the belt's on SmackDown. What, is, what le- is
1: it? Uh, what is it that they call the
0: championships since they're combined? The the, the- The WWE WWE. Undisputed World Championship or something like that. World Undisputed, something like that. Um, They didn't call it the – it was just called the Universal Championship. Now it's called the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. That's only because both – eventually when Roman Reigns loses one of them or they do some split or some shit, it'll go back to the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. It's not the WWE Universal Championship. It's just the Universal Championship. Yeah, I I I like
1: I, I like that the the fact that they have one champion. I think that's the way it should be.
0: Well, I don't think it's going to last. I think they're going to go back to two two champions. I think uh, Roman's just holding both belts because he's that fucking good. That's why. But Because we'll he's the head of the table. Exactly. Speaking of belts, Dr. G, where could you go? If you want your own copy, your own replica of the 10 pounds of gold.
1: Okay, so you go onto your computer, right? Or oh, your your smartphone, you go W and go to your browser first. Gotta go to the browser. Browser.
0: Browser.
1: Then you go to w dot fan belts. Mm-hmm. you know what that stands for.
0: World Wide Web. Exactly. FanDuelts
1: dot mm-hmm. com mm-hmm. slash N W A.
0: Correct. And then if you purchase it, you will likely get a confirmation via electronic mail. Oh, yes. I love when you say that. Electronic mail on the World Wide Web. What does HTTP mean? Well, we got to get some uh, IT nerd in. Anyway, uh, our next match was another gimmick, a laughy match. It was Wrecking Ball Ligursky, one half of the U.S. Tag Team Champion, and the Ill-Begotten, taking on Magic Jake Dumas and The Now with Christy James in a six-man tag. Once again, another gimmicky mess and wrecking ball in the uh, ill-begotten win. The third match was a singles match between one half of each of the two women's teams that'll be in the women's tag team title match at the pay-per-view. Kenzie Page, one half of Pretty Empowered, and Missa Kate with uh, Maddie, of course, is on the challenging team. Uh, This was actually a good little match. Kenzie Page won via submission. Um, Ella N D was, of course, on the uh, outside um, trying to interfere, but I felt like uh, otherwise it was a pretty good match. But Kenzie Page won by submission. And then the main event uh, was Jay Bradley, the other half of the U.S. Tag Team Champions, uh, the other fixer, and Ricky Morton. Quick little uh, concluding match. Um... But Jay Bradley, who should have won, did win with a power slam to pick up the win. So that was last Saturday's episode of NWA USA. Uh, in terms of the matches, as usual, really nothing to write home about. Really, the main the main thing that came out of the match with the show was that we saw the new United States tag team title. Else. so that was pretty much it. November, uh, because uh, it was actually a pretty decent show. We had a couple of uh, uh, number one contender matches on this yeah. uh, episode.
1: You try to oh, the, the, the show a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no third commentary. It's really just a two a two person booth for both shows. Joe Galley and Velvet Sky at the table. No, uh, no, uh, Tim Storm. Very weird. Our first match was actually a pretty good one. Uh, The match I mentioned that was on NWA USA, it was uh, Flip Gordon and uh, Colby Carino. So that was a fun little match with Jamie Stanley on the outside. Uh, Good junior heavyweight back and forth match uh, in the climax. Uh, Gordon and Carino trading back and forth shots. Carino hits a running forearm smash. Gordon comes back with a running uppercut. Then Gordon decks Carino with a back elbow smash. Gordon thrust kicks Carino's midsection, then hits an overhead kick. He goes for a vertical suplex, but Carino lands back on his feet. Then sends Gordon into the ropes. Gordon hits a cabrada for two. Gordon then hits a rolling senton. Then, uh, but Carino sweeps out his legs. Then hits the draping backstabber for two. Carino repositions Gordon in the corner, but then Gordon has Carino perched on the top turnbuckle. Uh, Gordon throws some headbutts. Then hits an avalanche splash fly, uh, Spanish fly for two. Carino drop kicks Gordon in midair. Then Carino uh, connects with the overdrive for two. Gordon then hits a springboard superkick. Gordon has Carino tied up in the tree of woe, but then Gordon gets distracted by Jamie Stanley. Carino hits a straight right hand, but then Carino plants Gordon with the Colby Crush and picks up the win. So I thought this was a mild upset, Colby Carino getting the victory. However, uh there is a good chance that Colby Carino could become uh the MLW open weight champion because uh Yeah, I tell you the truth, I was, I enjoyed that match. Mm, I did too.
1: I thought they I thought they worked very well together and I think uh, you know, it's weird. Colby Carino went, we thought he was really destined and then he kind of, um, went to the back of the line for a little bit and now he's kind of back. I mean, um, I'd like to see him, I mean, he's a great heel. I'd like to see him with a, with a run with one of the championships though, so probably the light heavyweight championship be the, or the junior heavyweight,
0: was it junior, right? Is it junior, heavyweight junior, junior, heavy, junior heavyweight champion? Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree. I think he may get it down the line. Uh, next up, I kind of enjoy this. This is this, this storyline is getting a little salacious. Apparently, Jax Dane and his attorney Chris Silvio share a screenshot text conversation that Dane had with Anthony Mayweather's wife. <laughs> oh my! God. We're getting saucy now. I uh May Valentine interviews uh, Tyrus who says he's nervous and excited about hard times three. However, he needs to move on from his loss to Trevor Murdoch at NWA uh, 74. Um, Most of us would like to Uh, Austin Idol has a commercial for his school. Father James Mitchell does a vignette from, uh, from this, the cemetery and he challenges on behalf of Max, the impaler. He challenges Natalia Markova to a match at the pay-per-view we'll explain what kind of match it is in a minute when we when we do a quick rundown of the card but we may have another match added dr g to Hot Tams three a week from tonight we'll get to that in a minute yes, i love father yes. james mitchell i love father james mitchell i like his, he's a he's kind of a grounding influence he's experienced good manager cuts good promos uh puts over guys and gals uh so I think, you know, it's a it's a um, it's a, a plus to have him in the company. I have to say. Definitely. Uh, Kylan King is with May Valentine. I love Kylan King. She was not surprised that Chelsea Green politicked her way into the triple threat match at hard times three. Of course, she what she did was she politicked her way into a match with Angelina Love for Velvet Skies Champions Series shot. Got it. And then is using it. That's how it worked at pay-per-view next Saturday. Uh, of course, com slash NWA. Second match, our first of two number one contenders matches. This is for who will face. The winner of this match will face La Rebellion next Saturday night in Nolens or in Chalmette for the NWA World Tag Team titles. It is the Dirty Sexy Boys and Hawks Airy AJ and um, Luke. So the winner of this match will face La Rebellion one week from tonight in Chalmette at Hard Times 3 for the uh, World Tag Team Championships. Uh, I love both these teams, and this was a great match. Uh, JTG drops PJ with a pop-up neckbreaker for two. This is the climax. JTG then drives PJ back first into the turnbuckles, tags in Dango. Dango drop kicks PJ for two, then applies a wrist lock. He tags in JTG, who then hits a flying double-axe handle for two. He applies a rear chin lock. PJ gets some heavy body shots in, but then JTG drives his knee into his midsection, then hits a running elbow smash, followed by an Irish whip. But PJ sidesteps him into the turnbuckles. He tags in Luke. Luke scores the elbow knockdown, clotheslines JTG. Luke comes back with a spinning heel kick for two. Luke tags in PJ. We get a double Irish whip. Then uh, Hawks Airy goes for the double hip toss, but JTG lands back on his feet. JTG with a double clothesline, then a sling blade. He kicks PJ in the face. JTG drops PJ with a reverse sling blade for two, then goes for the swinging arm ringer. JTG tags in Dango. Dango hits a sunset flip for two, but then he chops PJ. PJ reverses out of the Irish trip from Dango, hits a roll-up exchange, and then PJ gets an Oklahoma roll out of nowhere for the three counts. So father and son, Hawks Airy, are going to Chalmette, to Nollins next saturday night one week from tonight and we'll challenge la rebellion for the world tag team titles i'm going to tell you doctor that's going to be a banger
1: it's going to be a great match and you know i still waiting for uh for the son to turn on the father but i don't know if that'll happen
0: i have a feeling because they're hosting that weekend i have a feeling that uh hawks area is going to become world tag team champions but we'll i got a week to think about it and we'll do of course our full predictions uh yeah, one I have to from, think about that one. Yeah. One week from this morning, we will have uh, our pre uh you know preview show and we'll give you our uh predictions. Uh next up, another kind of a mess match. Um Question Mark versus Question Mark, which was supposed to be at the pay-per-view. They probably realized God, this would be good. So we had Rodney Mack, otherwise known as the Question Mac, and Question Mark Two. It is a Mongrovian exhibition. That's a bunch of dog and pony show shit. Uh, Stevens reportedly smacks Mark II with the rolled up paper, but then gags the Gimp storms into the ring to make the save. But then Sal Renaro attacks Gimp from behind and stomps on Gimp's face. And Father James Mitchell yells at him for uh, why did he was he let loose from his chains. So are we seeing a baby face turn for Rotella the Gimp? It's totally possible. Oh boy. He's nobody's baby face though. He's he's just a eternal heel. Um I'll talk about Matt Rotella, not Gags again. Um <laughs> he's just he's a fucking heel of life. So next up we have a little uh little six man team war action, and this is where I uh this is where I, I, I'm starting to get a little annoyed. So the team is Mike Knox um VSK and Brian Myers and on the other side the spectacular so the Freeman brothers Rush and Ronaldo and of course uh um Mr Pierce uh now of course remember that the team war match if you get eliminated over the top rope or pinned you know your guy gets eliminated and the next guy comes in Dr. Tom Pritchard our good friend Dr. G and place to be podcast alumnus Uh, And Kevin Kelly show alumnus joins the uh, commentary table. So I'm not going to go through the whole match, but it's a back and forth. But the Spectaculars win because uh, Ronaldo Freeman, Hurricane Rana's Mike Knox over the top rope for the victory. So we get another loss for the Cardona family. Ronaldo Freeman looks like a superhero, but I'm sorry. This is getting legitimately annoying now. Ronaldo Freeman weighs like 13 pounds soaking wet. Now, I understand suspending disbelief, but if this is the real world, Ronaldo Freeman would get his fucking ass kicked by every single guy on this roster, including Gags the Rotella. (laughs) But he's now beaten the Cardona family three times. Yeah, it's a little. uh... Billy, the 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 uh, the gimmick is over. If you need, you need to put over a big time heel and Ronaldo Freeman needs to get like bloodied up. I mean, like thrown into the table, thrown into the screen, beaten with a chain. Like he needs to be obliterated to put over like a big heel. Instead, he's becoming like the, the working class. He's not Brian. He's not Daniel Bryan. So let's let's pump the brakes on that. But it's getting annoying now that he just keeps escaping and making the Cardona's look stupid. They're your best heels in this company. Enough's enough now. Somebody like he needs to be jumped backstage or some shit, or he should be like on at ringside just watching his brother and his partner uh, in a tag match, and he just gets attacked from outside by the Cardonas. Like the Cardonas need to get their heat back somehow. Yeah, so I agree. I agree. I'm anticipating hopefully at some point Ronaldo Freeman getting completely destroyed at some point because <laughs> these, <laughs> these fucking these fucking cheeseoid wins. It was nice. It, it was funny at the pay per view. It was even funny when he had the rematch the next night on power or the next show on power. But now it's getting annoying. Now, eventually the heels have to get their come-ups and Ronaldo Freeman has to get like pummeled into dirt. So at some point, You're very passionate about this. I am. And then our main event, our last match of the night, another number one contenders match. Uh, the winner of this match will take on the winner of Sunday's. AJ Kazana Jordan Clearwater match for the world's television championship of course that that title's still vacant uh after um Tyrus will officially vacate it technically he's still the television champion but he will officially vacate it next Saturday night and it will be AJ Kazana versus Jordan Clearwater um for the vacant tv title and the winner of that match will take on the winner of this match in the next tv title match whenever that may be Your participants are Judas, we haven't seen in a while, Gustavo Aguilar, and (laughs) Mims! And the minute I saw him, I went, oh, he's jobbing to Gustavo. (laughs) That's What's gonna happen? A guy that... So, Ronaldo Freeman can get all these cheapo wins, but Mims is being treated like fucking uh, Sal G, or Paul Roma. I mean, it's bullshit. So I was totally anticipating with very low expectations. Uh, that, I agree with you on that one. That Mims is going to eat a pin to win. I, I, I kind of had a feeling that Judias was probably going to win this match. But maybe not. In the climax, Judaism smothers Aguilar with the ring skirt, which was kind of cool. Judias kicks Aguilar in the face, and then he sends Mims face first into the steel ring post. Judias is choking Aguilar in the corner. So Judas is is dominating. He then poses for the crowd. He has complete control of this match. He rakes the eyes of Mims, starts choking Mims in the ropes. Aguilar's throwing haymakers, but they do nothing. Judias drives his knee into Aguilar's midsection. Then Judias goes for the crucifix bomb, but Mims gets in the way of it. Mims sends Judias to the corner. Then Judias hits Mims with a back elbow smash. Aguilar hits a missile drop kick, but Judias doesn't fall. Mims reverses out of the Irish whip. Mims then hits a double body avalanche. Judias clotheslines Aguilar. Mims goes for a body slam, but Judias lands back on his feet. Then Judea's choke slams Mims, and I thought the match was over there. Nope, two count. Uh, Aguilar applies the sleeper hold. That's what broke the count. Judias sends Aguilar back first uh, into the canvas, then sends Judias tumbling to the floor. Uh, Mims denies the Shiranai, and then out of the blue, Mims hits the big strong slam and gets the win. So Mims gets his second World Television Championship match. He lost to Tyrus at, uh, I think it was always ready. Um, yeah, it was at always ready. He lost to Tyrus in a a good match. He got hurt. It was a good match. So somewhere down the line, Mims will take on either AJ Kazana or Jordan Clearwater for the television title. Whoever wins that match next Saturday night. And that's it. There is your episode of power. It was a pretty meaty episode. It was almost an hour. I think it was like trying to think of the fight uh, when I watched it on fight I think it was like 5830. So it was a pretty meaty episode, almost an hour. So that's good. Uh your thoughts, doctor, on the episode? Uh you know, he, he did a
1: little setup for the pay-per-view. I mean, it was uh I, I actually really enjoyed the um uh the Carino match. Mm-hmm. I I th- I thought that was
0: the best match on the on the card. Mm, it was a good it was a good card. It was a good uh, a good match. So, having said that, here is your updated uh, card for God 10. 10. Of course, uh, next week when I do the preview special, instead of playing the uh, outro theme, I will play, of course, the classic, classic promo Uh, from... The late and most definitely great Dusty Rhodes weeks before, arguably, Doctor, one of our favorite main events of all time, he and Rick, slick Rick, at star uh, Starkid 85. Um, a computer took your job, Daddy. So uh there are 14 matches on the card now. Pretty meaty card. Um 14, thirteen of them on the main show and we have one pre-show match so the pre-show match mercurio your pal there the one who the one who uh fucking you know smuggles the salon. Yeah, I, oh, I, I, I shouldn't say i shouldn't say smuggles the sly <laughs> that's bad my apologies Mercurio magic Jake Dumas and Jacks Dane. Uh, will take on the team of Anthony Mayweather, JTG, and the Pope. Once again, the Pope. So I'm thinking, Doctor, that the Pope is not a full-time wrestler anymore. That's my take. He must be doing other things, you know, personally, whether it's wrestling or other, and then just shows up and gets a check for the pay-per-view. That's what it it seems like to me. Uh, You know, I would
1: think so. I mean, because to me, I think he's... (laughs) He, should, he honestly. He could be champion. I mean, oh, of course he, he could. We've talked about it for two years. I mean, he he could. I mean, how he's he could be in WWE and AEW just 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 on his promos alone.
0: I agree a hundred percent. I I agree a hundred percent.
1: I. Uh, I but, yeah, I mean, I don't really know if he's doing any independence or he just does this and he has, like, a regular job. You know, I have no idea. Because, you know, like, like um, Tim Storm, you know, he's a teacher. He could, based on their, their taping schedules, I mean, you could have a regular job and and do this part-time. Right. I mean, yeah. look, look at Tyrus. I mean, Tyrus is on Fox and he does his, you know, his comedy shows or whatever he does, you know, his stand-up
0: stuff. And he is doing a uh, he's doing a gig, a comedy gig Friday night. Yeah, it seems like
1: he does it the night before the um, yep. pay-per-views. So. He's a very intelligent guy. So, I mean, you know, yep. he knows. Yep, I agree. Know, despite what you think of him in the ring and all that. But, you know, he he, you know, again, he's he one of those guys that uh, probably more of the entertainment part of him than than the wrestling
0: part of him. You right. Know. Yeah. Uh, so, so there you go Hardcore team war This six man tag and this is on the pre-show So the other 13 matches are all uh, On the main card So the match that I told you about that was announced On power via that vignette So Max the Impaler Will take on Natalia Markova In a voodoo Queen casket match <laughs> That might be fun That could be fun uh, I like the sound of that uh, a so, queen. Casket okay. match. I don't think I've ever seen a I think it's probably the first time that I'll be watching a casket match that doesn't involve undertaker. I don't think I remember a casket match. Otherwise, uh, as I mentioned, AJ Kazana and Jordan Clearwater will wrestle for the vacant world television title. And then Mims will be waiting in the wings. Uh, the two question marks will wrestle in a mask versus mask match. As we mentioned a couple of times, Davey Richards will defend the MLW national openweight title against Colby Carino. As just uh, confirmed or, or uh, executed via this past week's power, Hawks Airy will get a shot at La Rebellion's world tag team titles. So that's now. Yeah, I'm looking
1: for, forward to that match.
0: I agree 100%. Pretty Empowered, Kenzie Page and Ella Envy will defend the women's tag team titles against Maddie and Miss Kate. Nick Aldis will take on Odinson. EC3, of course, will take on Tom Latimer. Both those matches I'm looking forward to. Homicide will once again defend the world junior heavyweight title against Kerry Morton. The Fixers, Jay Bradley and Wrecking Ball Ligurski, will defend the United States tag team titles against the Spectaculars, Rush Freeman and Brady Pierce. Scion will defend the national title against Dak Draper. A three-way match for the world women's title. Camille will defend against Kylan King and Chelsea green and the main event, a three-way for the 10 pounds of gold, the NWA world's heavyweight championship, Trevor Murdoch to defend against Matt Cardona and Tyrus and Dr. G and I next Saturday morning on the special, will give you our full preview and we will give you our predictions. So think about it, Dr. G, for the next seven days. Uh, Yes. Yes. I think it's going to be a good card. I think it is, too. I like a lot of the matches on here. And then a reminder, of course, the next day, they'll be taping Revolution Rumble in the same building. These will be, you know, Power and NWA USA matches. There's a 20-man Revolution Rumble. (laughs) The, uh... Participants: both halves of Hawks E, Luke and PJ, Danny Flamingo, Buku Dao, Jay Spade, Jace Valor, Jet Danger, Magic Jake Dumas, Matthew, Matthew Mims. I know they still say Matthew, but to me he's just Mims. Jacks Dane, Odinson, Mercurio, Rhett Titus, Sal Pal, Anthony Mayweather, Dak Draper, who could very well be the national heavyweight champion. Brady Pierce, who could end up being one half of the U.S. tag team champions and three more to be announced. And then Hawks A.R.E., so they're wrestling twice, who by this point could be the world tag team champions, uh, are scheduled for a match against to be announced. Now, again, uh, this is a co-sponsorship between the N.W.A. and Wildcat Wrestling, which is the promotion that uh, Luke Hawks runs. So, and there you go. So there's your updated card for a one week from tonight. Hard Tams three in New Orleans. I'm liking the card, doctor. Hard Tams. I'm liking the card. I like the card. I like the matches. Uh, I think it's still up in the air as to uh, who's winning that world title. I, I, for a while thought it was going to be Cardona. But now, with all this publicity and all this stuff, uh eh, maybe it will be uh tyrus I don't know I do not know
1: I don't know i mean uh, uh I, I wouldn't put it past me because again he uh you know he is he is known nationally due to his fox show mhm that was a way to kind of promote the i mean he was a from the the tv championship all the time right so does that give you extra exposure i don't really know i mean i don't either if you're not a wrestling fan right you know it doesn't really matter i you know what nothing surprised me again we don't know again billy's resources are limited so we don't know who's how the contracts are structured what's right what's the reason I mean I I like that he's still working with other promotions um I mean we were kicking around last week I mean it would be kind of neat if they were kind of like a feeder system for um WWE or AEW probably more AEW than WWE cuz WWE has um
0: uh NXT so yeah, but it doesn't mean that... I mean, I still think I still think NWA could work with WWE. I think they could be... I think they could just be uh, another show, and they could have their... Instead of on Fight TV, the show could be on The Cock or on, you know, internationally on the WWE Network and just be them and maybe just get a little... You know, kind of like when Vince floated Cash to ECW in 97. Something like that.
1: I, I, I mean, it would be... You know? It would be kind of neat. I, I mean... He's got to do something. I don't know if he's going to be able to last in this landscape. Um, because anytime somebody really gets good, like we saw at Thunder Rose already left, I mean, you're going to see people leave. I don't know what the whole deal with him and Nick Aldis is. You don't really hear much anymore, but right. I really know what that deal is all about. Um,
0: well, Nick Aldis will be at the pay-per-view because he is taking on uh, Odinson. So. He
1: but I mean, he's kind of like in a mid card. So I mean, not that he's always got to be the the main event. No,
0: but. I'm okay with this. No, you don't want you don't want to bog it down, you know, and have him have to be in the main event all the time. But he does apparently have a, a world title match that he got taken away from him, but he technically has it. So we don't
1: well, know. the other thing is too. I mean, there's some matches where you saw the build up for it, and then there's some matches just for the sake of having matches,
0: which right. I hate. <laughs> I mean, right. to me. Yeah. Some kind of buildup of, well, this has been a buildup. I think Aldous and Odinsons had a buildup. You know, the whole thing with Flip Gordon and the, the that that gray shit that comes out of the little gun thing. And there's yeah, been some I, build.
1: It's not consistent. Like, so I mean, maybe I don't know. We'll see you next week. Like when you're building up to the pay per view, like people forgot about that already. So,
0: well, I definitely think Billy. Billy definitely. There's still a creative. I, I don't think. Pat kitty, Simon Diamond. I I don't if he's like their main booker, I'm I got to be honest, I'm really Listen, not impressed.
1: So. I, I we got I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt. WWE and AEW have a lot of resources. We could be a little more critical with them. I don't know all the inner workings of, of this. Obviously, Billy is not a wrestling guy by trade. Um, you know, I know he's done a lot in the wrestling business in recent years. Um, I think I think his ideas, his idea of how he built this was pretty good. Um, but when you're working with limited talent, because you can only have so much under contract, sometimes you have to do some things that maybe we don't care for, but there might be a reason. You know, I'm just trying to, mm-hmm. to understand what, you know, but then there's some things that are just playing out, you know, like, oh my gosh, come on, Billy, what are you trying to do here? Or, wh- whoever is booking this, what, what are you trying to do?
0: You, know, you also think- have to take into account. You also have to take into account that you know it's not like we're used to shows like Raw and SmackDown and Dynamite that get two hours, three hours. You know, Billy only has an hour a week, so you know he can only put so many storylines in a show. But having said that, we haven't seen anything involving Odinson or Aldis in a, quite a few episodes either. So, but right. anyway, I
1: mean, for certain things, for your key guys, I mean, not every match. I mean, I guess you know we want to see a buildup, but. If you have that many matches, you're not going to get, but for the big, for the big guys, the guys that are going to sell like people are familiar with Nick Aldis. Remember if you're trying to pick up some like half, you know, fans that are kind of like on the fringe, you got to have some kind of name out there that people are
0: familiar. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean,
1: how many times you see like we see even independent shows? Oh, I'd like to go to that, but I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I mean if you know a few wrestlers, you're like, Oh, you know what, maybe I'll give it a shot. But if you don't know who any of these guys' names are, I mean, should you say, Hey, you know what, give it a shot and see. Maybe you find somebody you like, I guess you could do it that way, but sure. it may not attract you to to the right. show. So and especially yeah. if you're not if you're not paying for the plan on fight T V and you're just going to pick it up for a one time. Are you going to pay whatever it is, the $30 to, mm-hmm.
0: to watch? Right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Scott C Potfather. follow the doctor on Twitter at Dr. GPTB. Of course, follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN wrestling. We had a pretty good week. We had some great shows. Sadly, uh, we did get some sad news. Uh, this past, yesterday's episode of NWA Crock and Roll is the last for a while. So this, again, life, which, why do we have it? Can we just, just do podcasts? Why do we have to do other things like shit? And well, we're, we're
1: hoping that we're going to reassess things after the first of the year, see where everybody's at, and see if we could uh, make it happen. Maybe it'll be a little bit more on a limited basis, or maybe we'll just do some big, big you know, bigger, uh, you know, big shows or something yeah. like that. We'll figure it out because, you know, Sean did such a great job. Uh, yeah, he the, did. The show was awesome. Of, the amount of um, work that he puts into it, I, I have to say, listen, we we just got on there and we talked and we, we had to watch it and talk. He did a lot of the behind the scenes, pretty much all the behind the scenes work. Uh, Callum did some of the editing of the show, but um, Sean just did the bulk of it. And it's a great idea. And I don't think we. I, I told him, let's not let's not table it you know well let's table it let's not totally say it's never going to come back because that's you know things things could change you know um you know when you started a lot of these podcasts you know in the in, during the pandemic everybody's life was different and then of course now the pandemic's kind of dying down and now everything came back full speed and i think it's just <laughs> i think we're all trying to play catch up in life
0: mm. um,
1: but uh but you know but what comes back we're we're, we're going to you know so stick with it you know um we'll talk to the pod father here, maybe he could play some of the old episodes just to kind of keep- well we don't to,
0: well i mean well, i this isn't like this isn 't radio. I know you like the whole radio thing you don't have to we don't have to put them back on the what, what you should do is don't forget you could write to the show i don't have to replace them not minutes and sixty seconds traffic where to go um just go when you go to the main page place to be dot dot com just go to the right, you could see all the shows by title. And just click on NWA Crock and Roll, and there's your full catalog. All 54 glorious episodes. I was on one, I think. Right? Was I on one or two? I think I was on one. I was on the uh, Starcade 85 episode. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, but, uh, but we have all sorts of other great shows. Uh, newest episode of Place B Be Podcast will drop on Monday, Unforgiven 2008. Uh, also, coming up this week, new episode of uh, Place to Be Nation's main event. Uh, next Wednesday, the 16th, will be a new episode of Through the Looking Glass, myself and Dave Hall. So, all sorts of great stuff. So, check it out, place to Of course, you probably are there now, or you probably got this on your podcast catcher. So, thank you for your support. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next Saturday morning for the official Ha Tams 3 preview special. Dr. G and I will go through the card match by match, make our picks. And then, of course, uh, hopefully watch the show, uh, both all of us. Uh, And then we will be back on Monday morning, the 14th, with uh, our Hard Times 3 reactions. So there you go. Have a great week. Be safe. Talk to you next Saturday morning. Hard Times 3 weekend. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao.